0: so sorry. Yet again, a day late, but I do have a good reason. A bad gas station cheeseburger. As if any of them are good. But uh, you guys know how that goes. Basically, the lower end of my GI. if Okay, if my body was a transmission, the lower end of my GI was put in overdrive, all the while the upper section of my GI was put in reverse. And we'll just leave it at that. You have joined the Bushels and Barrels program. I'm Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can always find me. My beautiful bride joins me. Say hello, Jessica.
1: Hello, Jessica.
0: How's it going today?
1: (laughs) Good. I keep telling you, if you just eat at home, you won't get food poisoning.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, how many gas station hamburgers do I need to eat before I finally learn my lesson?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've never had. That's something I have never done. Never have I ever eaten a gas station hamburger.
0: You know, the bad thing is, is like I'm always on the run and that's my fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's totally my fault, but I'm always on the run. I feel like I don't have time to even sit back most days for a half an hour,
1: mm-hmm.
0: make a bologna sandwich here at home, which would be a ton healthier.
1: And I would make one for you, but you would run out the door and forget that I made one for you.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, the other <laughs> thing is, is like during farming season, you, you do make my lunch lots of times whenever uh-huh. I'm walking out the door. Problem is, OK, so the lunchbox makes it from the house to the pickup. Uh-huh. The pickup makes it to the field. I go from the pickup <laughs> into the tractor. Before you know it, I'm out of that tractor into the water truck. Noon rolls around. I'm in Mount Carmel. The tractor is 13 miles away and mm. I'm hungry.
2: Yep.
1: So you stop.
0: And I stop. And, and you so, forget
1: to you forget to bring that lunchbox with you.
0: It's just yeah. I, I bet I bet you all the farmers out there that's listening to me know exactly what I'm talking about. Because
1: you're one because like you like we talked about before, you are one track mind. You cannot multitask in your thinking. No, I can't. Oh, I better bring my lunch with me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that way.
0: Hell, I leave my phone in the tractor half the time.
1: That's right. You know, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, what do we got going this week?
1: Well, we are getting ready for spring. I've got the uh, concrete outside sealed, most of it anyways. I've got the front porch and back porch to do, but I did. I don't know why you poured so much concrete.
0: <laughs> around you can pool. never. Okay, for <laughs> any of you guys that's thinking about ever building an in-ground pool, you could never have enough concrete around it. mm I did 10 foot all the way around mine At it, they, least ca- they came they came ten. there's okay. more
1: than 10 in areas well
0: in the places where the it flares out like you know decoratively yeah it's mm-hmm. I think it's 13 13 or 14
1: you are sadly mistaken sweetheart okay it's whatever like
0: 20 whenever I priced my pool <laughs> to go in this is the pool came with a house for Jessica <laughs> right but uh whenever I priced the pool and getting it put in they price it with three foot of concrete around it mm-hmm and folks that's nothing Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i mean you think about it three foot you could it's enough for one person to walk down the sidewalk you can't you can't pass anybody on it right let alone you know put out a bathing chair which Mm. is what i don't do (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah well anyway that's a lot of concrete to and the stamped concrete is actually it is absolutely beautiful um I'm, I'm sitting here looking at it right now. It is, it is beautiful, but you have to seal it every single year. Yeah, it's a lot
0: of work, so and my wife does a great job with yeah.
1: it. You've got to power wash it off, get all the stuff from last year off of it, and all the dust and whatever, and then get it sealed. Well, and it has to dry out for two or three days. This is the first year in five or six years that I've been able to power wash it and then let it sit for two days. Without any rain, without any water on it, before I sealed it.
0: And without any rain, that's something this year.
1: And when you seal it, it needs to be overcast, not too hot, not too cold. (laughs) So this is the first year. I hope it lasts for a long time and all summer. I hope it lasts.
0: Right. (laughs) So So in your ag update, talking Mm -hmm. about rain, Mm -hmm. uh, I did manage to get out in the field on Sunday, last Sunday, and uh, do some spraying. So I got some chemicals put down on some fields. That was good. Uh, Later on this week, I didn't get back in the field till yesterday, and it was still plenty muddy, but a lot of tractors rolling around here. Mm -hmm. A lot of anhydrous going on. I saw a couple planters running, Mm -hmm. Um, so it's time to go.
1: There was a tractor last night at 1030, I saw, pass by the house. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, what is it? Tomorrow is May 1? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, for southeastern Illinois, I mean, we're approaching time to roll. It's not late, but it's not early now, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think everybody's getting anxious.
0: Yeah, I know I am, but I, I, I still think I got time to try to, I don't know, do a good job. Uh, last year, I planted a lot of corn on May the 14th, and it ended up making well over 200, so mm. I'm not worried yet. Mm. But anyway.
1: Yeah. I'm not worried.
0: So ag-wise, we're starting to get rolling, but it's very slow. It's not like widespread, everybody balls to the wall yet. Right, right. So.
1: Oh, good. We've got a few shout-outs. Okay. Mike from um, Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his 13-year-old friend and daughter, uh, I'm sorry, 13-year-old daughter and friend actually witnessed um, a child, you know, dumping uh, the <laughs> litter box. At a con- school? Contents, yeah. And, Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah. No. Okay, so, explain.
0: Now, how did this work?
1: That's just, his email was, it, it was pretty straightforward. His daughter and 13-year-old friend saw the litter Box being emptied in, <laughs> in one now, of the bathrooms.
0: Do you have any idea if the janitor was tasked with that duty? I have
1: no idea. No, this kid, this other kid that identifies as a furry had, or identifies as whatever they're called in the schools right now, or she was actually placing her contents in the bathroom. So she she pulled out it pulled it out of her backpack or something like that, and yeah,
0: pulled so, what out of her backpack? Her litter box. Oh my gosh! So. So now the furries carry the litter box with them, go into the bathroom. That's a lot of work to identify as something that dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what you got in your backpack? I got my math book, my science book, my in my my shit box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We had another guy who said something about the furries, um, let me let me see here Andrew he shared a furry story from Indiana and it was a, it was a satire article but it was like do not share with the parents and so I shared it on my Facebook page and then it's like somebody commented on there going, oh my gosh did you realize that you shared a satire and I'm like yes, but you've got like this is real like it's happening all over <laughs> all over yeah and um, students are parents actually, commented on that facebook post and said yeah my daughter's been dealing with this for a long time and she must be
0: like one of the biggest held secrets
1: right that nobody's talking about That
0: nobody's talking about
1: right so very interesting steve from texas he gave us some tips on the flagpole he said get a hold of your um co-op electric co-op and see if they can climb that pole a- and put it up so okay i'm gonna do that i'm gonna but we do have a man lift coming so, but I am going to reach out to the co-op and see. Um,
0: that is a great idea. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, Jessica travels from Oklahoma, Texas, and Kansas, and she says that she meets with the Roustabouts and the oil producer, so she finds the show entertaining. She also sent some... My little, kind of people. Yeah. She sent some logos and stuff, um, ideas for t-shirts, so that was pretty cool. Awesome. Thank you. Um, she wants to know your thoughts on, or our thoughts on Elon Musk. I... I think that it is very strategic. I think it's very interesting that the people that have been banned are showing back up right now, like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, she's back on Twitter. Charlie Kirk is back on Twitter. Uh, there's a, there's quite a few others. Trump said that he's not coming back to Twitter. Just FYI. Well, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you want to cue up that soundbite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Producer. There's
1: a right. There's a um there's an MSNBC reporter who is named Ari Melber. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. He's saying that you could turn up one thing on one political candidate and then turn down one on another. And he's saying that Elon could potentially do this, but we all know.
0: So let's hear what he said.
1: Yeah, okay. Want to? Yeah
0: of Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates, all of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else, and the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded help. Oh, no, 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 Ari. <laughs> We're just catching up to your tactics. Right. You jackass. But
1: it's not that. I mean, that's exactly what Twitter did. And yeah. in the Hunter Biden story, remember that being flagged on Facebook? Totally. And I'm, I'm like, why is nobody talking about that? Well, because they are getting censored. They're, it's being taken down and saying you're going to get banned if you yes. continue to share this information. Yes. So um, I think it is totally strategic. I think uh, Elon is getting away from that whole banning, like just because you're saying something that they don't agree with. Um,
0: well, keep in mind, Elon Musk is no tried and true blue-blooded American conservative. Of course, right. he's from South Africa. That don't That doesn't mean anything, though. But he is no conservative by any stretch. I mean, this is the guy that signed on to climate change, you know, started a very successful electric car company. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is all Elon wants is free speech. I want to hear both sides. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's lying, the American people, or in Twitter's case, yeah. the world is smart enough to figure it out. Sure. Because you will always, for so for this guy that lies, you'll always have the other side coming back and saying, oh, really? Yeah. Well, explain this then. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it needs to be.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And we didn't have that in the 2020 election, like prior to the election. Well, you know,
0: you can think of, I can, I can right now think of two, two specific uh, instances where disinformation turned into facts. Three, actually. Okay. The first one was like you remember. I don't know if you would remember this since you're so young compared to me. Kids, I, I married a teenager. I really you did. You did not.
1: That makes you sound really bad. I know.
0: She's nine years younger than yes, me. Yes, I am. So anyway, I, I think back of uh, early 2000s whenever we went to war with Iraq because Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, right? hmm And if you said that, they, that Saddam didn't, I mean, technically, that would have been disinformation
2: mm-hmm.
0: because everybody believed he did. Until we got there and we couldn't find him, so he didn't. Hmm. Huh. So in the the disinformation is just a time frame. When are you saying what you're saying? Because if you're saying it right now, when the narrative's not supposed to be that, right? That's disinformation, right? But then when the truth comes out, oh well, I guess you're right. Hunter Biden's laptop, exact same thing. Yeah. In 2020, oh, that's Russian propaganda. That's Russian propaganda. Two months ago, yeah, it's real.
1: It's actually real. Yeah. I mean, but the people, some some extreme leftists will not, they will not even admit that that's even a thing. It's not even real. It's all Russian disinformation and they're hanging on to that narrative.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or more, m- most recently, the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. You get the COVID vaccine and you won't get COVID. <laughs> and if you said anything against that, you were banned from Twitter, yeah. taken off Facebook, you're, you're shit on a. Um, Spotify is flagged, like all mm-hmm. of ours is,
1: mm-hmm. and ours are flagged actually. Yeah, that's what Our, I said. Yeah, like, yeah. like we're
0: we're all flagged. Yes. So just if,
1: even if you just say the word COVID or whatever, it's yeah. going to. So this flag one's going to get flagged, which yeah. is
0: fine. Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, is so you said that a month or a year ago mm-hmm. that, well, I I don't know. It seems to me like I'm hearing reports that people who got the jab are now getting COVID. Mm-hmm. But man, if you said that a year ago. You're in trouble.
2: Right.
1: You know, I find it very interesting that Kamala Harris came out and she tested positive, I guess. And then they say, you know, Barack tested positive a few weeks ago or whatever. And they For say. For COVID
0: or stupidity?
1: <laughs> um, COVID. <laughs> but, oh, thank goodness that I've gotten my two shots and I've been boosted twice, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come Still praising on. how
0: good the vaccine is. Like,
1: come on. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, a, I I had it whatever. coming out both ends here yesterday, but thank God I ate that cheeseburger.
1: <laughs> we'll just eat at home, sweetie. Right? Just call me and I'll bring it to you. So, um, we did. <laughs> so, Elon Musk. I don't think that he's a bad guy. I don't. I no, think, I don't either. I mean, Cash Patel. Um, he he came out and he said, you know, he's the, one of the 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 largest contractors in the U.S. So, yeah, he gets a for for all the green energy stuff. So. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm not
0: Elon's biggest fan, but I'm, mm-hmm. by, I'm certainly not his enemy either. Right,
1: right. I think he's providing, I mean, this internet that we've got, I, I think that's great for the There internet. you go. I think that's great for the world, you know, to not have caps on it and to, yep. I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know. Jury's still out for Elon for me a little bit, but I'm- In
0: I'm certain ignored. aspects, of yeah. course, but you know what? Mm-hmm. None of us are all going to be the exact same.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Brian emailed in and said that um, we should hire a stripper to climb up the pole. And that would take care of our problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd like you that You know, one.
0: unfortunately, I don't know any.
1: <laughs> I don't either. Well, that we know of.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I might have, have known <laughs> a couple in college. but. <laughs> oh, geez.
1: Samantha um, reached out again, and she said that she liked how I reminded her to wake up before the rest of the house. And her words were, it was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> 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 so if you want to become a morning person... Here's your sign. You know, (laughs) there (laughs) there is something to be said about
0: that, at least for me as well. Uh I I used to wake up, especially when I single. Obviously, I'd wake up here early in the morning all by myself. But there's always something special about just being able to sit in the recliner, look out the window and Mm -hmm. gather my thoughts Mm -hmm. for the day.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It just even if it's just for 15 minutes. Right. It just always I don't know. Clear your mind. Get get ready to go for the day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's something to be said about it. Yeah,
0: Rather than walking into the hecticness, not hell, just hecticness. Of of, the day. Of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you what, it's changed my life. So, here we are getting ready to go into May, and I'm like, I'm a morning person now.
0: (laughs) Watch, folks. She'll sleep in, like eight three days this week <laughs> and be pissed I the whole day oh
1: geez no i won't um aaron is a farmer from iowa he said we're doing a good job he appreciates the content thank you, so. aaron. Thank you aaron um justin shared an article about a college in ohio the college settled for four hundred thousand dollars plus legal fees to a professor who refused to use pronouns so that's awesome okay um, explain that well i i <laughs> The professor said, I'm not going to address the student as he, her, him, they. I am going to, you have a biological sex, you Uh are male or a female, and I am going to address you as Mr. or Mrs. Yes, Mr. or Mrs. Good for um, that professor. Absolutely. If you need a sign that we are winning in the courts, (laughs) there's a pretty big one.
0: Uh, In the courts? Yes, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. I've got a story uh, we'll get into here in a little bit. Where... I still make the argument that why would you ever send your kid to college? Mm-hmm. Not trade school, folks. Mm-hmm. College.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was a sermon sent to me. Um, Josh sent, sent a sermon earlier this week, and I listened to it, and I, I believe it was a Baptist preacher, um. I (laughs) 10 minutes in Alden is with me most of the time. So whenever I'm listening to my sermons or whatever throughout the week, Alden is listening also, not that he understands, not that he's paying attention, but when I had this one on playing, as we were going through our nighttime routine, it was kind of playing in the background. I was paying attention to him and that, and um, Alden just looked up at me and he said, mommy, that man hates me. And I'm like, oh, that's terrible. I said, no, he doesn't baby. And he said, but he's yelling at me. <laughs> I shared that with my mom a little bit, and she was like, how telling. Um, so I listened to, I think some people would get something out of that sermon. I I gave Josh my thoughts on it. And, um, you know, growing up Southern Baptist, I wanted something more than just the salvation message so um that's kind of what i shared with him and told him told him a little bit about how i felt about the message and you know that preacher actually said i hope you're mad at me whenever you leave this church because that means i'm doing it my job and i'm like do what
0: I, know, I don't get that. I
1: don't either. But I think that, I think a lot of the doctrine, the old school doctrine in the Baptist um, religion and doct- the doctrine is to kind of tell you that you can't live up to the Bible. You're never going to live up to the Bible. Um, but they don't actually tell you and teach you how to live out your life. And that was kind of my point whenever I... Well, like it just it
0: to sounds you. to me like this preacher is a drill sergeant. I hope you're mad at me when you leave here.
1: Well, and his point was, is that, well, if you are mad at me, that means I've done my job because God's telling me to tell you this. That was his point. And yeah, there, I, anyway, I, I know that
0: that I'm not perfect. I don't need anybody to tell me that. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, you know, I do know some people, though, that do need told that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, I think that the Baptist message has, has a place. Um, I just, I want to know how to and how to grow and how to, how to do things. So, um,
0: you know, the only Baptist church I've only been to one in my life, one, (laughs) one service. Okay. I went there one time, uh, another a different female Uh drug me to it. Right.
1: Okay. It wasn't me.
0: It wasn't you. (laughs) And all that preacher kept saying, and I mean, just pounded it in this, the congregation's head, you are damaged goods you are damaged goods mm-hmm. every single one of if you were a bushel basket of apples every single apple in that basket has a bruise on it mm-hmm. you are damaged goods i walked out of that place just wanting to go to the bar <laughs> <laughs> that's when the catholic came back out of me i guess oh my goodness but i mean it's like what the hell mm-hmm. i don't you know i know that sir are you damaged goods Let's talk about your bruises on your apples.
2: Well,
1: and uh, I mean there's a, yeah,
0: yeah. I know. And but show me show me the verses yeah. where Jesus says, "But this is how you make it better. This is how you live a good life." You know, I, I just yeah.
1: I like encouraging messages. I like I like to me too. to learn what I can put throughout my day. Um, I did give uh, Josh Andrew Walmark Ministries has some fantastic teachings on on specific things, and I think that um, for me and for me, it's like I want more. I want the how to, not the you're a terrible. <laughs> not that this guy was saying you're a terrible person, but. I want the how to. How do I live my the Christian? The preacher life? I
0: listened to told me I was I mean, yeah. You you didn't have to do anything to read between the lines and say sure. he was calling everybody in there a terrible person. Yeah. Well, now what- get now open up your wallet and give me money to support my church. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I just, um, for me, it was just, it's, it's not for me. And I, I want to learn how to grow and, and be a better person and, and increase my um, relationship with Jesus. I want to know how to do that and stuff. And I want to be taught by people that I feel like I'm, I guess being spiritually fed. I think that's what I'm trying to say. So
0: now full disclaimer, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's Baptists that's listening to us right now. Sure. Sure. And maybe you have a great preacher and maybe we had some bad ones. If that's the case, at <laughs> gmail.com, send us a link or something to yeah. your preacher. Yeah. And I would be more than happy to to play the opposite side. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know all Baptist mm-hmm. preachers or churches or anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just know the ones that I the one that I've been to plus the ones I've heard mm-hmm. on the internet or TV or wherever. I've just haven't it just has not I just don't it doesn't I don't respect well. it much.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, you know, my parents shared a, um, <clears throat> story with me where their current pastor actually was kicked out of the Baptist church because he started asking questions on, okay, so what's, this is more than just the salvation message. What can we do? And, and when I say salvation message, I mean like, okay, come to the altar and give your life to Christ. I'm not saying that that's not important. It is very important, but like what's next? You know? Yeah. And so whenever they told me that, you know, this guy was kicked out of the, the Baptist church because he wanted to dig in a little bit more like that. That's a little bit weird to me. So.
0: That he got kicked out. Yeah. Because yeah, he course. was asking
1: questions. Of course. So anyway, that's my, that. those are all my shout outs this week.
0: Cool. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. again, again. Back. Back, back. Tell a friend. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Fauci's back. Bouchy's back. Bouchy's back. Bouchy's back. Right, ladies and gentlemen, he, her, she, him, whatever you identify yourself as.
1: <laughs> How appropriate is this song? Because he's like, uh, Shady's back. <laughs> you no know?
0: kidding. Talk about Shady. Fouches so we don't shady. have the soundbite of what Fauci, he just, uh-huh. you know, he disappears for one or two weeks and then. Boom! He's right back.
2: Yeah.
1: So on the twenty seventh, he's like, "Okay, we're done with the pandemic."
0: Yeah, the pandemic's over. The the panic part of the pandemic is over. Is what we he We are said.
1: definitely through the pandemic part. And right? that's at ten a.m. Maybe ten or eleven a.m. I'm yeah. approximate. I'm approximating this. So, and then at like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, depending on which time zone you're in, he goes Foul out. He's back. He, exactly. He's like, "Oh, and we're definitely going to have another pandemic in October." Yeah, or the, in the election
0: very. Right. I'm telling you, that's that's all this is. He's got these people, everything they touch goes to shit.
1: It's in their playbook. And just be aware that if they call for mail-in ballots and ballot boxes again, this is why. It's because they want to steal another election. Yeah. So. I, if mm. they
0: call for these mail-in ballots, I, mm-hmm. this is they're just going to steal the damn yeah. thing. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And these ballot drop boxes, I would go defecate in them. Uh, ew. That's what I would do. Right.
1: Are you are you telling people to go take their furries litter boxes and dump them in? The-
0: <laughs> if I'm a furry, I can poop wherever a bird can.
1: Oh, gross. Oh, shoot.
0: I'll tell you what, I'll eat a couple of gas station cheeseburgers and go to one of those drop.
1: Uh, yeah, you'll be on the floor in That's the bathroom. Disgusting. It is disgusting. But anyway, so there's your Fauci
0: update. He, he's yeah. He just falls off the radar mm. for like a week or two. It's like you don't hear anything. It's just I don't know. The narrative of whatever the media wants you to hear every day, it changes so fast.
1: And it's going like crazy. It
0: is. It's like one day it's wall-to-wall Ukraine. Uh And then you might not hear about Ukraine again for a week. And Uh, then sprinkle some Fauci in there.
1: Did you know that the NFL draft, their opening ceremony or whatever they do in the opening, it's plastered with Ukrainian flags? And like some woman comes out, I don't know if she sang or whatever. I didn't watch it. I just saw a short clip of it. You know, She comes out in this blue dress and a red, or I'm sorry, blue and yellow head, headdress. It was just a, it's just a joke. Like think about those people who aren't awake to like, okay, what's really going on in Ukraine? They have to sit there and then just be shoved down their throat that here's Ukraine. We need to be supporting them. Support their freedom, right? Yeah. And then- you know Biden's wanting to send 33 million more billion I'm sorry billion with a b 33 billion more to Ukraine.
0: Nick so. McCormick over there on the Straightforward Farming podcast. Uh-huh. Look that up folks. That is a terrific podcast to listen to. Yeah. I love their podcast. <laughs> and and Tony, you got bumper music. Love it. Uh-huh. Love your bumper music. Uh-huh. But Nick McCormick he he made a brilliant point on their uh, I think it's, he's made it twice now on the past two about this Ukraine thing. Uh-huh. It's like and i'm putting it in a nutshell here but you know he says you know right now on the news the media is all tell you stand with ukraine stand for their freedom support their people support freedom he goes but do we not remember just the past two years in america if Mm -hmm. somebody wanted the freedom to not wear a mask somewhere nope nope Nope. can't do that you have to wear a mask you don't have that freedom right so isn't it funny that you have a bunch of people in america telling ukraine to stand for freedom Mm -hmm. but they stand right here in america and don't support our own people well, I think that's having freedom.
1: Yeah, I think that's the irony of it. I mean, people are so asleep here that they're not willing to take a stand and they're not willing to walk into some place where they mandate, quote, mandate a mask and take off the mask. No, this is America. I can breathe free air. You know, I thought about that scenario of you, the grandma scenario that <laughs> you were talking about last week. Like, I would, not, I would tell her how much damage that that mask is doing to her body. Her body was made to sure. breathe air. Sure. So anyways, that's a squirrel. But
0: <laughs> did, did we get any emails about the grandma thing?
1: No. I, mm-hmm. I just,
0: I don't know. I found that a very profound question.
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I still would not comply with, with her request. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Like I said, I still don't, I. it would have to be a situation, I'd have to be thrown in that situation to decide.
1: Yeah. The mask doesn't do anything. I,
0: I would that's- say the first thing I might do if that happened. Uh-huh. I might look around the airplane and see if there was somebody else that was wearing a mask and ask if they'd like to switch seats. Oh, that would probably be the first thing I would do. Oh, okay. And then if I couldn't find one uh, at that point, I don't know. I, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, mm. it, it That brings me to a, an, another small story that um, it's not small. It's a huge victory, but in Mississippi they enacted a new law that forbids state and local government agencies from withholding services or refusing jobs to to unvaccinated people, like the COVID vaccine. The law also specifies that the COVID vac- vaccination cannot be required for children to attend school. So Where that's was a, this at? Mississippi.
0: In Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Good for you guys.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, that's See, that's freedom. Huge, yeah, absolutely it is. And there's no reason why we should have a law like that, except we've had this tyrannical government pushing it on every single right. person. Right. People that have jobs, <laughs> they're like, I don't know, my company's requiring it, but... They, you know, and they denied my religious exemption and the fact that I have a. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's the informed consent? Like, there is no informed consent, you know, whenever you get that vaccine because they're not giving you the information. You're part of an experiment. Yeah. That ends in 2023 if you didn't know that.
2: Yeah. But,
0: exactly.
1: But that's a big win too, the Mississippi is.
0: Now, why do you say it ends in 2023?
1: Because that's their, um, whenever they came out with the filings for the emergency use. That's, authors,
0: how, that's how long it lasts?
1: Yeah. So the emergency, it's, it's what the vaccine and all of the ingredients and stuff. Remember, Pfizer said, I'm not going to, it's going to take 73 years for us to come out with any of this data. And the judge said, absolutely not. You've got eight weeks or six weeks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a part of that was um this is an experiment and it ends the trial period ends in 2023. I think May 2023. Right.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. No,
1: that's a whole nother year.
0: You know just what a what a shit show. It is. What a total shit show. It is. So you have Fauci coming out saying the pandemic's over. Mm-hmm. 3 hours later saying but we'll have another variant this fall. Mm-hmm. You have Biden saying you still we're go, we're still going to mandate shots for certain people mm-hmm. military mostly
1: federal yeah
0: yeah federal employees and military mm-hmm. but at the same time Biden's saying we're going to repeal title 42
1: yeah <laughs> Yes.
0: I mean, what the hell? You want to talk about mixed signals? None of this makes any sense. It doesn't make any
1: sense. If you can think for yourself, it does not make sense.
0: It's just chaotic. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just chaos.
1: Maybe that's their their plan. Well,
0: that is part. George Soros has said that before. Mm -hmm. You have to start chaos if you want to take over a country.
1: Uh, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody knows whether or not to stand for Ukraine or right, <laughs> whether or not to, but you know what? I think it's good that, um, Elon is taking over Twitter because the people that have, don't have any idea, but they live their life on Twitter. Maybe they'll get some information that they haven't seen before.
0: Oh so, yeah. Mm. It, you know, this is what was hilarious too. So boy, we got a lot, we got a lot to go through here. <laughs> what is that lady's name? That is now the the, the, the oh shit, what's it called?
1: The Ministry of Disinformation? Yes, the
0: Ministry of Disinformation. The United <laughs> States of America, through the Department of Homes, Homeland Security, uh-huh. has now a newly formed Ministry of Disinformation. <laughs> what the hell? Where did free speech go? And I heard somebody mm. on, I don't even remember, it was on Fox Business yesterday, uh-huh. as I was laying there trying to heal. And some lady was was on TV and she said uh well only twelve percent of the people of the of the entire population, and I'm not sure if she was talking about the world or the United States it had to be the United States. I don't even think it'd be twelve percent of the world
2: mm-hmm.
0: is on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So Elon Musk taking this over is not that big of a deal because only twelve percent of the people's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, then what the hell are y'all having such a meltdown over it for? No
1: kidding. No kidding. That's what I want to know. Yeah. You know, Rush used to say this about Twitter. He's like, he would, he would say something along the lines of, this is like a fantasy land for people. They just get on there, say whatever they want to say, and then think that people actually care about he it. He called it
0: a sewer regularly. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yep. the
1: Twitter sewer. But um, I, I, can, I agree 100% with that. Like AOC can get on there and spout all kinds of <laughs> yeah. nonsense and think that people actually pay attention, but 12% of the population is nobody. It's, it's not very many people.
0: Oh. What's this? Is this Aerosmith? <laughs> oh yeah. Nina Jankowitz. <laughs> and I don't know if she is a dude. But Donald Trump Jr. tweeted. So this is where Leah Thomas went. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's a funny guy i got a kick out of that tweet
0: this woman if you look her up and she's being blown up all over the media right now yeah. because she is the the minister of disinformation right and she she looks like a man reformed into a woman Ugh. she looks like caitlin jenner crossed with leah thomas yeah. which I, I just like Bless her what her the heart. hell but he, here's what i want to know about this ministry of disinformation so does does Nina here? Is she the one that decides solely? Oh well, mm-hmm. that is disinformation, and this is not. Mm-hmm. And then who's who's the oversight over her? Yeah. So what? What if Nina thinks? Um, what if Nina suddenly came to the conclusion that the twenty twenty election was indeed stolen? Oh, I bet you Nina is fired. Mm. So I mean, she's nothing more than a puppet to Joe Biden, the Obamas, Obamas. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: probably Mitch McConnell, you know, Lisa Murkowski, all these establishment freaking fossils Uh that need to be gone off the complete and total radar screen of American politics. But that's what I want to know. Like, okay, so you have this ministry. What's, where's their oversight? Where's their check and balance? And there's not any. It's because it's all political.
1: Yeah, I think it's all a game.
0: Totally, totally.
1: All a game.
0: But anyway, yeah. I had to get in there. Dude looks like a lady. Folks, you go check this person's picture out, and you're going to be the same way. You're going to be like, <laughs> dude looks like a lady.
1: Don Don Jr. came. Yeah, he said that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I exactly. Thought,
1: I, I was wondering where Leah went.
0: <laughs> okay. Speaking of Leah, and I posted this on True Social last week. There's uh-huh. a hilarious meme. Shows like an ESPN reporter interviewing Leah Thomas uh-huh. after a swim meet or whatever, and the caption just says, basically, Leah Thomas saying, dude, I beat those girls fair and square, and if you don't like it, you can suck my...
2: Oh, (laughs) jeez. Oh, (laughs) jeez. It is
1: funny. (laughs) It's good to laugh during these times of
0: uncertainty. (laughs) You know what? The the fact of the matter is, it's true. You cannot get around that. That is hilarious. It
1: is hilarious. even
0: Even the most liberal retard in the world, which is most of them, would laugh their asses off at that. How come you just made that face when I said retard? Because that's a politically incorrect word.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, think about how many movies we watched from the late 90s where they say that, like, and mm-hmm. it's no big deal.
1: It's no big deal.
0: And yeah. now it's just such an offensive word. I know.
1: I know. Once, but I've been conditioned more than you have because I'm a little bit younger than you.
0: True. True.
2: So
1: that's, that's the honest truth. That's yeah. the reason why I reacted that way when you said that word.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Like another uh, podcast host said the other day, back whenever we were kids, you could smoke in Walmart. Right. So that's just how much yeah. the, that's how much times have changed.
2: Oh, yeah. That yeah. was
0: Tony. The straightforward forming podcast for <laughs> anybody that wants to check that out.
1: <laughs> um, did you want to talk about that school? Yeah, the Utah school.
0: All right. So if I need to make another argument of why to not send your kids to college, it, let me read this headline for you. Utah College sparks backlash over summer classes in pornography.
2: Mm. Gross.
0: Send your kid to school to be taught and discuss pornography.
2: What?
0: A quote in this article, Hardcore pornography is as American as apple pie. Oh, what a joke. And more popular than Sunday night football, according to the course description. Our approach to this billion-dollar industry is a cultural phenomenon that reflects and reinforces sexual inequalities... And as an art form that requires serious contemplation, so let me get this straight: everything that God would not want sex to be, is what is going to be taught in this class at Utah College. This thing says that you're going to get uh, one or two college credits to go towards your degree for taking this class.
1: You go in there and you sit and you watch that stuff,
0: and then and then talk about it.
1: What, what are we so talking is, about? I don't know. What's the Can do, you, do you imagine talk about that discussion? That's what
0: I want to know. With the, yeah.
1: Can you, okay, so what? So what? so when a
0: when a black man is doing a white woman or vice versa, uh-huh. are we going to talk about that? Well. Or, not we, we aren't going to talk about shit. Right. But whenever two women are doing it or two men. Yeah. I, just the the vile and disgusting things. Yeah. I'll tell you something else that's American is apple pie. Prayer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Prayers is American as apple pie too. And a football coach got fired for doing it on the 50-yard line. Mm-hmm.
1: The Supreme Court actually heard the arguments for that case um, in the past two weeks, and they'll probably make that decision in June is what the Liberty Council came out and said that. So um, the Liberty Council didn't defend him, but they will make a make a decision on that. That's going to (laughs) be that's going to be imperative for freedom of speech and prayer. Um, Yeah. And it's not like he was doing it. If you haven't heard about that, go look it up. It's it's
0: yeah and it's, high it's awful it's a it's a high school coach basically is, just went to the 50 yard line to pray right. after a game didn't invite students to do it granted right. a lot of them did come right and and kneel with him uh-huh didn't i don't i don't even think he prayed out loud did he i don't
1: think i don't i think I don't it was think all so.
0: just a silent meditation yeah speaking yeah. of which
1: well i think that I think that prayer is, you have such a good point whenever you say prayer is American as apple pie. It is. Because that's, it's just like gardening. Gardening is as American as apple pie.
0: John Deere is an American as apple pie.
1: Yes. So the fact that the adult industry, the adult entertainment industry is being, no, uh uh-uh. Yeah, they're just wanting you to think that um, there was a clip by Megan Fox if you don't know who I I mentioned Transformers a few weeks ago um, <laughs> that was one of the oh, boy. one of the commercials or uh, when I saw the trailer on TV I'm like oh I want to go see that and maybe it was it was my friends who wanted to go see it more than I did but anyways I want you to listen and she's she's a beautiful woman she has um, she's just a beautiful woman but I heard a clip from an interview. Earlier this week, I want you to pay attention who your children are listening to. Listen listen to this.
0: Continuing the rotga of American yes. society.
1: But yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. <laughs> it is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with broken glass and be like take my soul. Let me bleed on you. That it doesn't not happen. Let me tell you. Maybe not exactly like that, but it a version of that has happened uh, many times.
0: This is what, yeah, the media wants you to think is normal, or maybe not even normal, Drink. but just should be accepted.
1: Drink each other's blood, take my soul. Like how demonic and satanic is that? It's disturbing. How stupid. It's disturbing. Is what it is. But I mean, this goes right in line with, in my opinion, it goes right in line with the whole, the porn the adult industry. It's just ugh,
0: yuck. The, these leftists, these leftists are constantly trying to shock you mm-hmm. and make you and make people think that you're the weird one for not accepting this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, F you, I don't accept it. Don't have to. Don't have to accept it. And I will call you out as a dumbasses that you are for trying to make us accept it. Mm-hmm. You think I'm ever going to send my, and I'd say 99% of the people listening to this podcast right now, if they found out that their college, even a, a potential college that they could send their kid to, even offered a class like this, let alone sign their kid up for it. Uh-huh. If you have this much rot gut just in the curriculum, mm-hmm. you know no matter what classes you're going to take, this shit somehow or another is going to be shoved down their throat. Right. Even in a math class. Johnny owns a porn business. Mm-hmm. Johnny sells 300,000 porn videos.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the same shit's going to trickle down everywhere within that liberal institution. Right. This is why I'm not paying for my kid to go get this shit. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You know, another thing that they said here. In this article, is the college added, these courses would help students, quote-unquote, critically think, end quote, about the influence of digital culture. Critically think about the influence of, but these are the people that's melting down over Twitter and free speech. These people are melting down that somebody might speak out against them. You know, I bet you anything, if somebody made a, a, a tweet critical of this Utah college, uh-huh. I bet you anything Twitter would censor it. Not now. Not now. Three weeks ago? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Disinformation.
1: Absolutely. I agree with that.
0: This story came from the Epoch Times, guys. I didn't get this out of the New York Times. Uh I mean, this is a tried and true story. So it's just, this is unbelievable. The rock gut, you know, we was talking about the the football coach and the moment of silence on the 50-yard line. He got fired for it. Mm -hmm. So we had our school board meeting on Monday night, right? Mm -hmm. Moment of silence. There was no vote on it. Uh, Susie, who is the school board member that's most like-minded with me on that board. Mm -hmm. She made a stink at the end of the meeting that, uh, you know, this wasn't actually voted on the board president individually emailed each of us to ask what we thought about a moment of silence. And I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I know how this is going to go. It's going to be, I'm going to call it a party line vote the people that voted to mask up your kids were going to be the people that voted to not allow yeah. a moment of silence. Yeah. And that's exactly how it went. Do I know for a fact the names of everybody who voted how? No, I don't. But the board president did say one thing after we discussed it. He just said it wasn't even close. Well, close would have been a 4-3 vote. So if it wasn't even close, we didn't even get three. Well, I know who the two were. It was me and Susie that mm-hmm. thought we should have a moment of silence. Mm-hmm. It just gets me why anybody would not want a moment of silence i'm not talking 15 minutes i'm not talking open prayer i'm not
1: talking or even a minute a moment of silence is like 10 10, seconds, 10 15 five seconds
0: 5 seconds yeah yeah i just don't get it i don't understand that
1: you know what? The people in Mount Carmel and in our area need to be... I, I was so... When you came home and told me about the the consensus that was had, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Where are the parents at? There, I bet you anything, there are more Christians in that room than there are non-Christians or people who proclaim to be Christians anyways. So why, why not conform with the majority versus the minority?
0: I still want to know.
1: Where are the parents at saying... You're supposed to be a leader for our school, and our school actually says the Pledge of Allegiance and then has a moment of silence every single morning. At the high
0: school, they do it every single morning. They have a moment of silence every, in our high school. Yeah. Those kids do that.
1: So why not be an example and lead by example like you guys well, did
0: with the masks? That's right. And well, <laughs> it's so contradictory. I'll just, I'll never understand that. I'll never understand how somebody can vote for that. Or vote against it, I should say. Right. But you know, like I said, Susie made a stink that this should have been voted on in open session. I don't know what the answer to that when it comes to Robert's rules is. Uh-huh. I don't I, I don't know, and I'm not going to make a stink about that part. Uh-huh. The fact of the matter is, even if we did it in open session, we know what the vote's going to be, so...
1: You guys don't really follow parliamentary procedure anyway. I so. think
0: I think we dance around it sometimes. Yeah. Susie's made things a lot better, mm-hmm. uh, or, but... Yeah, I think it's danced around sometimes. Yeah. You know, we used to not have a a section in the meeting where the public could even talk. Right. You know, that's wrong. And And now we do every time. Absolutely. Now we do every single meeting, which is right. That's the right thing to do. I
1: want to know why these parents stopped showing up to the school board meetings.
0: Because COVID's over.
1: But that's not okay. You still have godless commies inside your school system.
0: I know. I know. But you know what? Now... Now their kid isn't being physically and directly affected by Wait, some action so- every single day aka wearing a mask.
1: You you are one of the only people on the board that have a child in school.
0: Yes. So yes, you, I am.
1: you, you like represent the kids.
0: I have like, represented the kids from day one. I, and I got in trouble for saying, for saying that I did, uh, I got in trouble two years ago for saying I'm the only one standing up for these kids. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you did. Whenever
0: COVID happened. They tried to dox you. They tried to get me kicked off the board. Right. You just, cause you don't agree with the way I think doesn't mean you're going to kick me off this damn board.
1: Yeah. Just as a reminder, like, yeah. The, the, there was a post put out there, a press release saying that they categorically reject you and your I- ideas and, and what you say. I think this is where we find ourselves when good people, common sense people take a step back and they say somebody else is going to take care of it and I'm not going to be involved because I'm too busy in my own life. And when when good people step out Of the arena, like this one right here, inside Mount Carmel specifically, and I'm talking about specifically Mount Carmel, this is what happens. You can't take 10 seconds of silence just to To
0: worship a tree or worship God or think about this week's game. Think about how the Cardinals are doing tonight.
1: Just a moment of silence to, to, for people who want to pray, can pray yeah. if they want to for 10 seconds, that's fine. Yeah. But when people stop getting involved, like stop showing up to the school board meetings, that aggravates me because if it's not going to be you or someone who is like-minded, common sense with some boldness and some courage, like it's going to be nobody. So right. if not you, then who will it be? Well, it's going to be people who just want the clout to sit on a board, the school board, to make decisions and, and play dictator.
0: Yeah, i i I don't, I don't understand necessarily why there's not more parents that want to sit on the school board whenever they have a kid in school. When they, that's what I'm saying. When they have it, some of the, I don't understand why somebody who does not have a kid in school, really cares about being on a school board. I I don't get that
1: grandchildren maybe
0: and you want to talk about another thing i think should be term limits on a school board
1: oh absolutely
0: I mean, th- there should be term limits on that just like there should be anywhere else
1: yeah i agree with that yeah because you've got people who don't even who can't even fathom like what the furries even are like and would probably sport. look at
0: me like i'm stupid for th- even making a thing of it
1: right but in in all reality like it's happening
0: yeah wait until wait until one of our students walks in the bathroom and pulls uh-huh. a damn litter box out of there and takes a shit in it right there in the girl's bathroom yeah. or boy's bathroom don't matter yeah it's like what the hell?
1: So I think that I think the parents of Mount Carmel need to step up, um, even though it may be uncomfortable in the this beginning. This is not
0: just a Mount Carmel thing.
1: No, but I'm specifically for our area. I mean, there's a lot of people in town that listen to this because you've got to sacrifice something. Something's got to give. You can go to a stinking school board meeting once a month. Show up, show your support. Have your. It just takes one or two people to start that movement, and then those parents are going to continue to show up to hold that board accountable. Yeah. Accountable for, for masking our kids for two freaking years. Right. And right. I'm you know what? It's just such a joke. The government did not have control over the school. The school board had control. And those school board members sat there at the beginning of the school year and said, No, our bosses are actually in Springfield. <laughs> They're the ones who who in call front
0: the front of an entire gymnasium of their true bosses.
1: Like those people need to be called out for what they've done to these children. And they need to take responsibility for masking the kids because when it all boils down to it, this whole court case went on and said, oh, well, actually, the governor doesn't have the the right to mask our kids and the Department of Health doesn't have the right to mask our kids. Oh, no, no, no Sherlock. Duh. We've known this.
0: No what, Sherlock? <sighs> Say it.
2: Oh, no,
1: no,
0: Sherlock. Uh, you said C-H-I-T. <laughs> I want you to say the real world. I know. Real world. Real word.
1: Anyways, so I get I get all ticked off because the, the parents are taking a step back because their kids are playing sports again. They're not in masks, blah, blah, blah. But here you go. This is just one small thing. And you said something very profound to me this week after this meeting. You said, you know what? I feel like this board didn't vote against the 10, second of, 10 seconds of silence or the moment of silence. They voted against me and Susie.
0: That's, That's what, what I feel said. like. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just the fact that you and Susie Have are in agree yeah, stood up against any kind of tyranny, now you're under attack and this yeah. is the way that they want I
0: believe that. They I want believe to play ball. I believe if uh I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: Okay. Good.
0: I'm Good. I don't just going to leave it at that. But it's just ridiculous. Yeah. 10 seconds of silence.
1: I want I want to share with our listeners, Moms for Liberty. Illinois is one of the only states who does not have a chapter for Moms for Liberty. And um, they are actually the wa- watchdogs of the local school boards. There is a time commitment to start a chapter. But anyway, we need at least 10 people in Illinois to start a chapter. We can do it right here. 10 females. Ten. They can be dads too. But it's yeah. called Moms for Liberty. It's called Moms for Liberty. That sounds pretty woke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so um,
0: it's called Moms for Liberty, but dads can be on it. <laughs> <laughs> right, really? Yeah, Jeez. Mom's That's
1: just their. That's just their. L, their um five hundred one. Uh, they're a C four. So, um. Anyway, it's they've got great things going on. They need three chapter leaders and ten liberty mind, minded members to start a chapter in a state. So, anybody who wants to start that with me, I would be more than happy to commit some of my time to Moms for Liberty and hold our local school boards school boards accountable. I think that that needs to be happening all over the state. So Bushel- bushels and
0: barrels, yes. one at gmail.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. P- or if you want to write.
1: You can write the show and contact us that way. It's P.O. Box 127, Belmont, Illinois.
0: 62811.
1: Yes. So um, I found out through Moms for Liberty that there are over 30,000 young girls who have a GoFundMe account to change their sex mutilate their bodies, remove their breast, and physically change their appearance. Wow. Taking hormone-blocking drugs. 30,000 young women that their parents won't pay for their sex change.
0: Is this just in Illinois?
1: This is in the United States. In the
0: United States. Because I was say for Illinois, that's a big number. I bet 10 of them are. Wouldn't surprise me.
1: Anyway, so um, also found out that there's a closet in Florida for kids to come to school in. They, they come to school, so a kid can come to school in Florida, at this certain school district, change clothes whenever they get to school in this closet and then go about their day. And then whenever their day at school is done, they can change back into their home clothes so that their parents don't know that they are, like, they trans. Does Ron DeSantis
0: know about this closet?
1: Yeah, recently, recently it's been published out. And this guy, this... (laughs) This school teacher um, got all mad because libs of TikTok got a hold of his video and promoted it. So, I don't know. Libs of
0: TikTok, who's been kicked off of TikTok.
1: Yeah, make sense of all of it. It does not make any stinking sense. And if parents aren't going to get involved and, like, sacrifice just a little bit of their time to get involved, common sense, liberty, constitutional, strong people. Yes. Men and women, moms and dads, grandparents. Like, get involved. That's right. Because if not you, then who? Because in 2016, 60% of schools adopted the national sex ed standards. Do you know what that means? No. They start teaching age appropriate sex education starting at kindergarten.
0: Age appropriate. Mm-hmm. And who decides what's age appropriate?
1: This national sex ed board.
0: Because Disney thinks age <laughs> appropriate is, is basically teaching kindergartners how to have sex,
1: or showing them genitals, and or all masturbate. That. Or- yeah. Like, Mommy, what's it mean? I can't imagine trying to explain that to Alden if he was introduced to it. This is nothing
0: new. (sighs) Remember?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Off of the second edition, so 60% of schools adopted this, but now they've came out with a second edition, and I took this directly from their website. It is, quote, inclusive and honest sex education goes beyond delivering information. It provides young people with opportunities to explore their own identities and values along with those of their family and communities in kindergarten through 12th grade.
0: In kindergarten, you barely know you're alive. Right. I mean,
1: yeah, you have no idea what values are. Your parents are teaching (laughs) those values to you and you have no idea what the, I mean, you know the difference between mommy and daddy or whatever, but, um. I want you to play the soundbite that, Mr. Producer, cue it up, would you? <laughs> it's cued <queued> up. <laughs> um, play the soundbite from Obama back in 2007. Seven. I listened to this on the Victory Channel um, Flashpoint whenever they were live in Oklahoma. So there's a here's a little bit of a soundbite um, to show you where Obama stands on this. This was right whenever he got elected, right before he got elected.
0: <laughs> Legislation to teach comprehensive sex education. Kindergartners learning about sex before learning to read barack obama wrong on education wrong for
2: your family
1: now just to remind everybody this is back in july of july 18th of 2007 this is barack obama on good morning america
0: barack obama supports uh, teaching sex education to kindergartners and you know which
2: I didn't know what to tell him, Um. (laughs) But, but it's the right thing to do.
1: I have the curriculum here in front of me, and I'm going to be a little bit graphic. Um, and that's level one sex education, that would be for five-year-olds. And among boys and girls have body parts that feel good when they're touched. Uh, they give this specific, I know this will be on YouTube, but, I, but I'm, I'm, this, I'm reading it directly. This is for five-year-olds. It talks about specific names of body parts for men and for women and reproduction organs. That some people are homosexual it means
0: they can be attracted to and fall in love with other people of the same sex. Man Masturbation should be done in a private place. This is in that level one curriculum that he supported.
1: That's Barack Obama and what he stands for. So they're laughing in the very beginning because he's like making a joke of these um, conservatives saying, well, they say Barack Obama, you know, supports sex ed for kindergarten. And then they get over their laughter and he's like, well, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. That's where he stands. Yeah. That's where I, I mean, I'm not going to say where this is where it started. And then
0: Hannity just described th- what level one sex education is, is. for kindergartners. Yes. Yes. When you touch certain parts of your body, it feels good. You know, it's disgusting. Yeah. It is absolutely disgusting. I'm not
1: co-parenting with the government schools. No. I'm not co-parenting. No, sir.
0: Mm -mm. All this stuff, you start doing this in kindergarten, Mm -hmm. you start doing all this bullshit, and it ends up where I just talked about this article in Utah where they're going to have a pornography class in college. Yep. That's where it all leads to. Yep. You start them young, and you end up there. Mm. You think about it. The professors that's teaching these college classes probably started out in kindergarten with this type of shit being shoved down their throat. Right. Thinking that it's okay and that it's moral. There's nothing moral about it. Mm-mm. You know?
1: You leave that information. That's the parent's decision. When to introduce that child to that information. Those are the parent's decisions. Those are important decisions. Important topics.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Unbelievable.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: Just unreal. So, um... Epoch Times. I, I downloaded another article that I found interesting, and this is one that yours truly brought up in a school board meeting two years ago. Okay, right when the pandemic started. Okay. Headline of the article: Study reveals pandemic stress led to big jump in academic cheating. The types of cheating have changed, so the dynamics of using more technologies have given more access to greater cheating, said Missouri State University professor, one of the surveys' designers. Hmm. It took a professor Mm -hmm. to finally figure out two years later what i said was going on two years ago Mm. these kids are going to remote learning and they're not learning they're cheating Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you remember you remember the stories that cohen told us oh yeah about classmates of his like so what they did is the people that okay the people that were good at math hey give me five bucks and i'll do your homework (laughs) give me your give me five bucks in your login and i'll do your homework and you'll get an a on it And And the people that did good on English was the same way. You know
1: what happened to those kids that actually got caught cheating? No. Did they get caught? Uh, Nothing happened. Yeah, eventually they got found out. Yeah. Nothing happened.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And you know, I guarantee you some liberal news outlet somewhere is going to say, and see, whenever we were in remote learning, the kids actually got better grades. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, on the surface, I'm sure they did. Mm -mm. They were buying their grades. The the standards were lowered. You didn't have to do your homework. It was easy to cheat. Mm-hmm. Plus, you have these things called iPhones or smartphones. You can Google anything you want, get mm-hmm. any answer you want at any time you want. Yep. And just fill in the blank. You don't have to. You don't have to study anything. Hell, I, I'm pretty sure there's an app right now for algebra problems where you just type in the equation and it does the work for you. Oh, that's
1: been there for a long time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You just plagiarize the work, put it down as your own, and go on. You didn't oh, learn yeah. nothing there. No, not at all. So
2: my goodness,
1: I,
0: I called that one.
1: Yeah. You said, you said something also earlier this week about, um, you made some, you were quoted in a local newspaper article somewhere about, um, you're not stepping over dead bodies whenever you walk into school. Yeah. So we need to just act like this is, we need to get back to normal. ASAP. Yeah. That was
0: another deal. They wanted me to yeah. resign over.
1: Well, they call for your resignation, which well, I, I actually
0: none of the school board wanted me to resign for that comment. it was members of the community. <laughs>
1: because
0: it's offensive. You can't say anything offensive, but But it was the
1: truth. If you, if you actually sit back and look, the only time that we really saw deaths were after the vaccination was introduced.
0: That that's whenever. Yeah.
1: And then, and then you hear about all of the um, hospital protocols that were actually killing people too. So you
0: heard a lot of that, but then like the CDC came back and then they, uh, they, they uh, reneged on all of the, the death numbers. Oh yeah. Who died with COVID versus yeah. who died from COVID? Once they took those numbers and and allotted those where they should have been, uh-huh. COVID wasn't that serious. wasn't even as cl- wasn't even close to mm-hmm. as damaging as the flu.
1: Right. Well, in the flu, let's not forget that disappeared. It
0: disappeared. It was gone. <laughs>
1: Like, if you can't see, there are too many things that line up here that just don't make any sense. And if you can't see it, then you're trying not to see it. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, what?
0: I don't even remember why. (laughs) I don't even remember why why we were talking about that because that was a year and a half, two years ago. Well, because you said said people
1: walk up to you in the community. Yeah. People walk up to you in the community and say, hey, you made that comment and that is so eye opening to us. And it is so true. That's right. That's Mm -hmm. why that came
0: up. So, last Monday, like six days ago, we had um, the blessing of the tractors and the bishop from our local diocese of Belleville came over to a local farm of ours, and we blessed all the farm equipment and the farm ground and the seed and everything. Well, while I was there, I had I talked to many people, and they always ask me, are you keeping the school board lined out? I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm just on there, whatever. Yeah. And one of these guys said, I, I haven't talked to you since you know, you've said this a year and a half ago, but I just want to tell you, You hit the nail on the head and people just can't take it whenever we were arguing whether or not to allow our basketball players to have an abbreviated basketball season, no playoffs or anything. Just let them have some games about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I was all I, I was all for it. And as I was stating my case, there's no reason for anybody to vote against us having a basketball season, an abbreviated season. Yeah. And I just said, you know, I wasn't tripping over dead bodies getting in here tonight. Yeah. And I guess that really honked off some liberals.
1: Well, it honked off people that are not necessarily liberal, too, because it was just not politically correct.
0: I'm not politically correct, and they can get the hell over it.
1: Well, it's their problem if they want to get offended by it, but it is what you said.
2: Big
0: deal. (laughs) I call them how I see them.
1: And it's true. I mean, honestly, it is true. I mean, were people getting sick from a a virus? Absolutely, people were getting sick. We don't deny that. Some people died
0: from it. Yes. It did. Some people die in a car wreck every
1: day. But it wasn't the pandemic that they were selling to the American people. It wasn't or to the school system either. Yep. You know, it wasn't. And and children didn't have the effect that, you know, adults had with comorbidities sure, or anything. Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I-
0: I've always said, let the kids be kids. And if you're too damn scared of this virus, stay home. Absolutely. Stay home. Why but sh- stop telling me what to do.
1: And why should we why should we bow down to the people who are scared? Damn right. Those scared people should stay home. Damn Right. And do their own Because I'm not,
0: I am not infringing upon their liberty by them staying home. Mm-hmm. But they're infringing upon mine whenever they say we can't have a sports season for my kid. Yep. Or any anybody else's kid. It's not a personal right. thing for my kid. Hell, my kid don't even play a sport anymore. Right. That's a whole other story, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I. I I hate we keep coming back to COVID on this one.
1: I mean, mean, but people need to be reminded because our news is moving so fast. and And we'll forget about it. So much information is coming out. Do not forget that these school board members here in Mount Carmel are the ones who, they wanted to mask your children. They voted to keep the mask on. They are the ones who said their bosses weren't the taxpayers in Wabash County, but their bosses were in Springfield.
0: Yep, that is true.
1: You need to be reminded of that so that you don't forget as a parent in your school district. Yep. Period. So maybe that gives you some courage. I don't know. I get ticked off whenever I think about that. Because if you can't remember, you are an elected official by the taxpayers in your district. Yep. Period. Your bosses are the taxpayers. Period. Absolutely. And those taxpayers can have you removed if they want you removed.
0: Yep. Election's coming up. I don't know if I'll run again, though.
1: Oh, I think you will. I don't know. I don't know. You know,
0: I just said there needs to be term limits. Uh At the end of this term, that'll make eight years for me on the school board. Okay. Well, that's a lot.
1: Maybe you can move to past term limits next term that you're on. <laughs> There's a lot of work that needs to be done, Ryan. And, and people who have common sense and, and courage and boldness to stand up for, for these children. Like if you stand for the children and you want that your best interest is the kid, then I think that I think that you should stay, stand firm. Other people, I don't, I don't understand what their purpose is.
0: on being on this board i'm the same way there's members on this board that i don't understand why they're on it
1: in 2020 at least
0: a couple of them have grandkids in the system
1: yeah that and that's great but i mean like let's stand for the kid yeah where were they on the masks Because they were fearful of a virus getting inside of this mask whenever children did not contract. I remember you printing off that article and talking about how it does not contract child to child. And then the health department, you know, started contract tracing in Illinois and and taking these kids' freedoms away when they didn't do anything wrong. Oh, that's whenever
0: they were getting on Facebook and Snapchat and trying to figure out who was around who, right?
1: Yeah, contract tracing.
0: Contact.
1: Contact tracing. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, I just, I get all bent out of shape about it because it, I, people easily forget this. And then they just want to move on with life because now their life is easier. Their child isn't complaining. They're back to normal, kind of. And we're just going to well, move Well, we're going to
0: forget about it. And we're getting back to the point where things just aren't quite as bad.
1: Well, I'm here and I'm here to remind you.
0: I'm Uh-oh. here. Here comes Mrs. <laughs> Arkansas.
1: <laughs> you better not forget. You best not forget.
0: And she's from I'm the gonna, hood of Fort Smith. I'm
1: going to... Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh, man. Okay, moving on. So, two thousand mules is coming out next week, and um, I'm excited to see what Dinesh D'Souza has to say and what that what that is going to be the movie. And um, Cash Patel is in his last Cash's corner. Remember, he's the former chief of staff for the Department of Defense. He's the guy who exposed Russia Gate. I'm paying attention to what he's saying on Cassius Corner. I believe it's available on Epoch Times. I am watching those and I have to watch him like two or three times because sometimes it's over my head. Actually, most of the time it's over my head. He talks so. pretty fast too. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever he does, you made this comment about him. <laughs> whenever he does interviews on like Fox News, he looks just crazy weird.
0: Yeah. It's almost like he's got one eye going one <laughs> direction, and the other going the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Town and country.
1: Right. So, um, but whenever I, I listen to him on Cassius Corner or watch, one of his epoch times interviews he is like the most chill guy so I'm like
0: I'm all about you know, what... for me cash is like Ben Shapiro I really like what they have to say but it's easier mm-hmm. for me to read it than listen to him
1: see it's easier for me to listen than read it
0: really yeah yeah Ben talks so fast
1: he does that that's true yeah he does it's hard for me to listen to Ben yeah. that's what I mean he's got he's got some great points, but I have to listen to it two or three times before I can, <laughs> like, take it all in, because
0: there's so much. Like, you know, on these podcasts, you can uh, speed them up to, like, 1.25 or uh-huh. 1. 1.5. For Ben Shapiro's show, I need, like, a 0. .5.
1: No kidding. Where is he from? Do you know where he's from?
0: Uh, he started in California. I think he lives in Florida now.
1: In F- Did they just talk fast in California?
0: Some people just talk fast.
2: Oh,
1: We talk real slow around here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moving on i don't know what that means but
0: okay so we talk slow around here <laughs> so moving on <laughs>
1: I'm i
0: am told you a couple
1: no we don't talk that slow
0: you know who talks fast Ew. air traffic control
1: oh yes they do it's
0: just it's its own little language uh-huh. and they talk fast and you got to be ready
1: did you see any chemtrails this week
0: yes i did <laughs> and you know what the <laughs> next day it was cloudy
1: <laughs> is there something to it nope you don't think?
0: No, the weather's okay. moving in. Okay. That's all there is to it. Well. There's moisture in the upper levels of the atmosphere.
1: You know on extremely clear days when it's not like extremely humid humid outside? hmm I see planes but no chemtrails.
0: Sometimes. Yeah. I guarantee you this summer you're, it's going to be just sultry and you're still going to see chemtrails. Uh, Two different things between what's going on in the first 2,000 feet uh-huh. of the atmosphere versus what's going on 33,000. Okay. You know,
1: well, no, I. You don't. probably don't. Know. I, I don't know, but that's. And okay. most
0: of the people that think chemtrails are going to cause rain or drought or whatever that.
1: In the actual ter- <laughs> the actual term is contrails. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're the actual aviation yeah, contrails is yeah. what they're called? Okay, contrails, <laughs> chemtrails.
0: But in an effort of deceit, <laughs> they started calling them chemtrails.
1: I don't know. They're they're trying to. I don't know. There's a whole movement out there. Oh, these I know. People. These know. people are ate up with
0: it. And our phones are listening to us because now on my four you page, I see a lot of chemtrails.
1: You're kidding. Aluminum oxide. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I have. You've had how many people reach out to you and say, oh my gosh, FlightAware was on my on my ads this week. Yeah,
0: Jamie over in Fairfield <laughs> texts me. He goes, dude, thanks a lot.
1: Now I've got FlightAware ads. <laughs> now i got
0: FlightAware popping up on my Facebook and <laughs> Google searches.
1: Freaking weird. So It's weird.
0: Now, you remember a couple few weeks ago, as we wrap up the program, I said something about, you know, this word recession's getting bandied around more uh-huh. and more. Uh-huh. Okay. Headline, warning sign, experts react to 1.4% drop in U.S. GDP. Mm. Okay. There's the first quarter, 1.4% decline. They projected a 1% increase. Increase. So, <laughs> number one, these economists are just like meteorologists.
1: They can't tell you what's up. They're paid up.
0: to be wrong. These are the guys that thought we'd be up by 1%, and we declined one4 It's easy to figure out Why? This is not hard to do. And how any economists, these economists, they, the ones that projected that we were going to be higher have to be Biden economists. You can't have everything going through the roof price-wise and expect us to just go on. Hey, happy-go-lucky. We're just going to keep growing. Not going to happen. $100 oil is not going to do it. And i tell you, another problem with this $100 oil, people listen to me. Even at $100 oil, this is not the same $100 oil that we saw in 2008 or thirteen. Let me tell you why. So if I want to go drill an oil well right now, oil field casing, four and a half inch casing. What's casing? That's, that's the pipe. Well, okay, so you get the drilling rig that actually drills the hole in the earth. You find oil that you think you're going to make a commercial oil well out of that will be profitable. So at that point, you have to put pipe in the ground all the way down there. This casing is running along between, depending on the size of casing, between $20 and $30 a foot. Two years ago, it was $9 a foot. Hmm. So now that that adds a whole other economic dynamic dynamic to trying to make an oil well. That's going to make a lot of these oil wells that might make a few barrels a day not even get put on production
2: Mm.
0: just because it'll never pay out. And those few barrels a day, whenever you do that over and over and over and over all throughout the world, that's going to diminish supply further. Another price tubing so so you have you set your casing in the ground and then inside that casing you have tubing. that's what actually lifts the fluid out of the oil reservoir up to surface. Right now, brand new tubing's running around nine dollars a foot. it was 225 two years ago. I mean the rods that go inside the tubing three dollars a foot right now versus a dollar two years ago. I mean the prices of everything has between two and three times higher
2: mm.
0: So this hundred dollars oil, it doesn't mean quite as much right now as what it did in 13 whenever I was f- selling $100 of oil, but I could buy casing for $9 a foot. It, the price to do all of this has gone up so much. It, what's the way out? I don't know. Something's going to break. Hmm. So I, I firmly believe. I don't know when. I, I can't tell you when.
1: Do you have percentages of
0: increases? Do- well, I just gave you a couple of them. I mean, $9 versus 20 for casing, that's that's a 100% increase.
1: What about fertilizer this year?
0: Deadly. Just killer. The increase. What I mean, is it a 100% okay, increase? Okay, so, so the nitrogen, I use 32% nitrogen on my farm. I don't want to get in the argument of whether NH3 is better than 32%. Yeah, I have no idea percent. what you're talking about. Farm, every farmer <laughs> listening to me does. I'm not going to get in that argument because I couldn't give a shit less. Uh-huh. But last year, I bought my nitrogen for $180 a ton. This year, I'm paying almost 700 Jeez. three times as much the pr- the input price to do anything right now is three times higher now granite granite corn prices are also uh, they're not three they're twice as high yeah no they're not quite twice as high because I mm-hmm. could got 350 last year so that times two is seven that's I mean they're twice as high basically mm-hmm. but the the fact of the matter is is like all these inputs are just outrageous it's going to cause supply problems mm-hmm it's going to, it's got to,
2: because
0: mm-hmm. we're smart people. The the wisdom of the masses, we're smart people. We're not going to do shit that costs us money, that makes us lose money.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, risk and reward. It's not, it's not worth the risk to put $20 a foot casing down an oil well,
2: mm-hmm.
0: not around here anyway. Maybe it is in West Texas or North Dakota. I don't know. But I mean, this right here, this, the you start adding all this stuff up, this cement, you know, you have to cement that casing in the ground after you drill a well. It's gone way up. Mm. The the treatments we give wells, the acidizing to eat up the drilling mud, the, the fracking. Oh, that bad word fracking that doesn't do anything but just shove sand into a zone.
1: And cause earthquakes.
0: It does not cause earthquakes. <laughs> but all that stuff right there. It does it does it's just part of the process to get oil out of the ground. And it's all gotten so expensive that I, I don't know what something has got to break. I don't know what it's yeah. going to be. And I and I can't even tell you when. But here's quarter number one of 1.4% drop in GDP. Two consecutive quarters defines a recession. So come, oh, we'll say end of June, I bet you anything we'll have yet another yeah. drop in U.S. GDP yeah. that will be in a recession. I, I'm just telling you. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't see this recovering.
1: Does it concern you? And and if it does, in what way does it concern you? Well, I... Do you think that we'll print more money as a country?
0: No. As dumb as these liberals are, yeah, they'll probably want to fire up the printing presses or even make them work harder, which that's the problem. Ultimately, that's the problem. We're we're just printing money, pumping it into this economy, and every dollar that's printed Uh is taking just a shade out of your buying power because it's diluting the value of the dollars you already have. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, the Catch-22, the government's kind of got themselves into here. Like I said, these people, I just, this has got to be by design. It's got to be. We have extremely low interest rates right now, which now the Fed is starting to say, okay, We've the, 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 the rates are going to go up. Uh-huh. So the one way the government can try to stimulate the economy is make money cheap. Make it so whenever you borrow money, you don't pay near as much in interest on it, enticing you to borrow it. What do you do when you borrow it? You go spend it. Okay? So whenever you go spend it, that stimulates the economy. Mm. You know, you borrow the money to go buy the house. Who makes money off that? The contractor that builds it. The people that supply the lumber, the electric, the plumbing, everything like that. You put a little bit of money in all these people's pockets and they take that money and they go spend it. Mm -hmm. Well, right now the government doesn't have that option. They can't lower interest rates any lower. Or not not enough to make a damn big difference. So now their primary method of speeding the economy up, they don't have. You know, it's like they got both chambers are empty right now. You gotta raise interest rates to put value back into the dollar, but when you do that, it's gonna slow the economy even further. I don't see how you get out of it, and then you already have these just horribly inflated prices of everything. Mm. And I I don't know, I I've I don't, we'll get through it. Don't get me wrong. The, the market will rebalance itself. I can't say right now is the time that I'd be wanting to buy anything, borrowing money to do it long-term. Mm, okay. That's just, that's me. Yeah. Unless you have, unless you can fix an interest rate for 20 or 30 years, because I mean, when, whenever, whenever these prices of all these inputs start coming back down, these commodity prices will start trickling back down. And I would hate like in a farm situation, I'd hate to go borrow an acre on farm ground right now because corn's at $7 thinking I'm going to pay that off pretty easily Mm -hmm. with a interest rate that is only set for five years. And then five years from now, we got to, you know, revisit that where it could go from 3% right now up to 8% then. Yes. That's going to cause problems.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. But so you think we'll see another 2007,
0: 2008. I don't know that it's going to be quite as bad as that housing bubble. I,
1: but you know, I mean, the housing market has you been crazy. You tell me, I,
0: I 2008, that was a... I tell you, what, here, keep your cash and If we do, keep your cash on hand. Even if it's not drawing hardly any interest in a bank, just keep it there. Stay happy with it. Don't go spend it. Because if, if the crash comes, uh-huh. it's a perfect buying opportunity. And that's how these things get corrected. Mm. People start to see value in the stock market again. It's not inflated. You know, I'll never forget whenever... uh 2008 happened you know i was shit how old was i i was 29 and i had not much money but i had a little bit of money in, in my bank account just cash not invested in anything and i'll never forget watching the news and i'm invested in the s&p 500 i don't want to hear whether that's right or wrong i don't really care i do it because it's passive i don't have to pay attention to it it on average 10 11 percent gain that's what my retirement's in. don't have to pay attention to it biggest 500 companies in america well whenever 2008 happened the s&p fell to like 900 points i think right now it's trading around 4200 so i mean it's a lot higher than what it was then but i remember all i heard on the news is market crash market crash this is crash this is horrible this is what's happening these Mm -hmm. big companies are falling the market has fall is falling and all i thought was right then with I don't know, I probably had four or $5,000 just in my bank account. I thought, you know what? I'm going to invest right now because mm-hmm. I'm going to get more shares of stock with this $5,000 today than what I would have last year at this time, actually a whole lot more. And I'm, I'm, I just thought to myself, I'm going to take the bet that I'm going to invest this today, mm-hmm. and it's going to go up. Don't know how much. I don't know if it would be 20%. Don't know if it would be 5%, but it's going to go up in one year from now to be higher than what it is right now. And I did. It's a great idea. It worked wonderful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: About a year later, I think I doubled my money on that. Wow. For doing nothing yeah. except investing. Yeah. You know, Yeah. that doesn't happen very often. But if a guy can kind of identify those situations, and it's not always going to work out just like that, uh-huh. you think the low might be in and buy in and it might go lower. You never know. So you, it's it's all up to the individual. But I mean, this is how you get out of that stuff. People who do have some cash saved up mm-hmm. didn't go spend it whenever everything was inflated. They can buy back in mm-hmm. and make some money on the deal. You know, there were a lot of people. I shouldn't say a lot. There were people in the depression who got truly wealthy. You know who they were? People who had cash.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because they could buy everything so cheap. Cheap. Yep. Yeah. That's a fact. Huh. You know, they, me and my dad and... And you got in that conversation earlier this week in the shop
2: Mm -hmm.
0: is, you know, we talking about my grandpa, who was a a very smart man, a good businessman, a great guy all around. But we didn't, dad and I was like, well, I don't think he really reached his potential of what he could have been when it came to buying farm ground and growing the farm because he was scared. Mm -hmm. He lived through the depression. I remember a story that the radiator went out of uh, his dad's tractor, and they just had to park it and go back to horses because they couldn't afford a new radiator. Wow. Think about that. Your car gets a flat tire, and you're so damn poor you can't fix it. Yeah. So you go, you know, let's say you had a horse. You had to go back to riding a horse.
2: Right. That's crazy. Number one,
0: talk about financial discipline. Mm -hmm. I'm sure somebody would have, well, I'm not sure of anything, but somebody surely, at least in today's world, would have loaned him money to get it fixed,
2: Yeah.
0: but you you had the discipline to know I don't know if I can pay that back, so I might not do that. Mm-hmm. That that discipline right there, I think, is a overall lost art. Dave Ramsey has touched on it mm-hmm. big time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you know, Grandpa, he was very successful. He bought some farm ground. Don't think that he did near as much as what he could have to really grow this farm to be a lot bigger than what it is. Not saying it'd be a BTO or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we have a couple of neighbors that I can think of who shook it off and they weren't scared of it. Yeah. They said, hell, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. And they're a lot bigger than I am, Huh? you know? Yeah. But it's risk and reward. And, I, and I'm not, I'm not hurting for supper and I don't care. It's yeah. it's not that big a deal. You just look, you take these situations of other, that other people live through and I want to try to live, I want to try to learn from them. Sure. You know? So that's what I'm sitting here thinking. Like, you know, I need a new combine. I don't think I'm going to buy one right now.
1: Not right now? No.
0: Okay. I just rebuilt a couple pieces on mine. Uh I'm going to try to get another three years out of it and let this shit settle down. I do know one farmer from Edwards County, who I like a lot, Mm -hmm. he had a a tractor that came up for his lease was up so he could buy it out. He bought the tractor, not because he wanted the tractor, because his lease buyout was so cheap that all he had to do was pay like, I'm just going to pull a number out of my ass. Uh He had to pay $150,000 to buy the tractor out. Uh Mm-hmm. The next day he sold it for two hundred and
2: ten.
1: Oh yeah. In okay. one day. One day he made some money.
0: Kids, there's something wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really good on the surface. Something is wrong.
1: Something's wrong with our economy.
0: There's there's something wrong.
1: Well, that's like these used trucks going for, you know, a truck. I think we had yours priced out. There's almost two hundred thousand miles on and it. And they for
0: still wanted
1: almost twenty thousand yeah. dollars for it. That's and, crazy. And it's not
0: a twenty thousand dollar truck. No. So,
1: but I, yeah, that's weird. And so, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, the headline of that, that article warning sign, I Mm.
1: warning sign, I'm not
0: saying be scared to be a capitalist, be scared to be an, I'm just saying you might want to not borrow your eyeballs off right now Mm. because you don't have to worry about interest rates going down into your favor right now. They're Mm. only going to go up.
1: Something's going to break is your prediction.
0: I just, I hope I'm wrong. I don't yeah. see how I'm going to be. Yeah. And and when it does, listen, folks, when it does, it's perfectly normal. Perfectly normal. The economy goes through cycles. Some we are 100% responsible for. Others we have nothing to do with and just have to suffer through them. But I'm just telling you, we are. I feel like we have to be on the high end of this cycle right now, given where interest rates are and how inflated everything is. People are just going to flat-ass run out of money. They're just going to run out of money.
1: Yeah. We've been shopping at Aldi. Let me tell you how much money I'm saving at Aldi. Versus Walmart, Holy which is supposed cow. to be cheap. Right. Well, I mean, Aldi's always been a little bit cheaper, especially with coupons and stuff, which I don't typically do. We don't have, the closest Aldi we have is an hour away from us, but it's worth it to drive to Aldi <laughs> an hour away than to drive to the Walmart 30 minutes away. Yeah. I mean, For the crazy. money savings, right. Yeah. hmm Yeah. I tried to spend 150 or more in that store and I only got to 140. Right. And I'm telling you, I paid twice that much at Walmart. Twice that much. Right. Are the brands there that I like? No, not necessarily. But that's okay. Right. We can deal with
0: <laughs> Exactly.
1: <laughs> we can do without them. Whatever. So.
0: But I don't know. Mm. I, I just, like I said, don't stop being a capitalist. Don't stop being an American. Mm. But just be responsible. Think yeah. about this. You know, you might want that new Escalade, and you might have half the money saved up for it right now. Uh-huh. You know, well, hell, Look at vehicle, look at, uh, like a new Yukon. Uh-huh. So here's the deal. Which, Jess, Jess drives a <laughs> Yukon. I've told her over and over when it gets to 300,000 miles, which uh-huh. we're almost there. We're within 20, right? We
1: just ro- update. We just rolled over to 280. There in, you go. In the last two weeks.
0: So <laughs> I'm within 20,000 miles of fulfilling my promise to buy her a new vehicle. <laughs> this is going to suck folks.
1: Oh, shoot. We don't have to get one at three hundred. I don't even know if we make. I mean, we're going to make it to three hundred for show. Right. For show.
0: I'm just saying, right now might not be the best time to go out and buy a new one. Yeah. They're going to have to come down. Yeah. I mean, they're going to and this is what happens. <laughs> These products get to where they just price themselves out of the market. You know, the cure to high prices mm-hmm. is high prices, and the cure to low prices is low prices.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get you a nice vehicle, okay? Because I promised you. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been a trooper to drive this one to three hundred thousand miles.
1: Yeah, but it's been, it's a good car. It's a great car. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I had no problems with it. But
2: right.
0: You know, I, as for somebody that would go out and borrow, it's, that's the other thing. Who in the hell borrows money for ten years on a car? Ten
1: years. It sounds sounds so far fetched. I mean, wow. But, but they it, don't
0: sell it as ten years. <sighs> they sell it as hundred and twenty month. Uh, yeah. Because it just doesn't sound as bad. Right. But I mean, and they, if you say 10 they years. They do that
1: to get the price down on your monthly payment.
0: Because that's all people pay attention to. all
1: people pay attention to is a monthly yeah. payment.
0: So the second you pull off the lot with that thing, you're upside down on that car. If you pull off the lot right there and somebody, or you accidentally T-bone somebody and just destroy that car,
2: mm.
0: you're, you are up shit creek without a paddle. Now I know people's going to say, well, you can buy a upside down insurance. Dude, if you're buying upside down insurance, I can assure you, you can't afford that vehicle. (laughs) I can, I promise you. That's like
1: such an oxymoron. Yeah, upside down
2: insurance. Well,
0: that's what I'm calling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you go buy the ninety thousand dollar car. The second you leave the lot, it's where you could trade it in at seventy on a good deal. Uh
2: huh. You know, and that twenty
0: thousand dollars is what you're. You're out. Yeah. You know, but now that I mean, these, I love capitalism. Somebody, somebody identified that you know,
2: uh-huh.
0: and said, you know, let's offer some insurance for that $20,000. I love that. That's like something I would do. It's like, you done son of a bitch. You just put yourself in a huge financial risk right here. Well, let me insure that risk for you.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, people have done it. I mean, they do it done. every day. Yeah. Do you know that right now, like on, if you go out and um, there's, there's people out there who are influencers and they get things from these cool boutiques and they're super stylish and they're super cute and cool. Do you know that they advertise to pay for this clothing over a month's time? I'm not kidding. Like, pay pay $6 for the next four weeks or four months, and then you can have, you know.
0: Yeah. Pay yeah. later.
1: Promise to pay later. Well, I mean. That's crazy In to me. a way,
0: they're doing with clothes right there, exactly like what Rent One does with the TV.
1: Well, yeah, but, like, why would you, if you don't have the 20 bucks to spend on the blouse or shirt, don't get it. But see,
0: that's. <laughs> We're getting back to that word I just said, discipline. Discipline. The basic, radiator goes basic. out of your tractor, yeah. you go back to a horse because you have the discipline of knowing, mm-hmm. I can't afford this. People don't have that anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: People just, and and the government has exacerbated the problem because everybody gets bailed out. You, uh, you just got to yes. bail everyone out. Yeah, You're too big to fail. You know, so, I mean, I, I just, I, this COVID money, all that bullshit, and mm. we took it too because it was offered to everybody. But I'm just saying, this free money. This is this is where our problems start, right? And then you couple that with the mentality that I'm entitled to everything.
1: Oh you know, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm entitled to a, a a nice car and a nice house and uh. and and everything. Yeah. But and I shouldn't have to work for it. These people is like I had to work 45 hours last week. I just want to oh, cry. Geez. I just Choke one. Yeah. I, like, whatever.
1: You could work circles around those executives that I worked for Guaranteed. at the bank. Guaranteed. You, you did. I remember
0: you tell me their hours. Yeah. yeah. And they act like they're all stressed out and pissing uh-huh. all over toilets, hoping you'll or knowing you'll clean it up. <laughs> Disgusting bastards. Yeah. Yeah. And that wor- pissed me off.
1: I know. <laughs> you work circles around them for sure. But, but,
0: well, folks, this was a good one. Yeah. I felt like it was. Did you? <laughs> yeah.
1: I <laughs> I love having a conversation with my best friend. Well, yeah, it's a yeah, good time. My, real good time. You're my buddy.
0: We better go see what Alden's <laughs> doing because he's downstairs, we think, watching Paw Patrol. But uh-huh. by now, it's hard telling what the living room's going to look like.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he spilt marshmallows all over the place. So that's right.
0: okay. That'd be all right. Yeah. So Anyway, sorry we were a day late. I had a good excuse. We'll try to be on time next week. Uh, hopefully, next week when I report to you, we'll have some seeds in the ground. Yes. That'd be real good. But yes. Anyway... You were born an American. Don't forget to be one. And Leah Thomas is still a boy and Jesus is king. That's right. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week. Adios.